Good morning, hope all of you are doing well. Today we're going to be learning Maseches Chagiga, Daf Beis, Baruch Hashem, starting the final Masechta as we have it in Seder Moed. And uh, starting at the top Mishnah, we're going to be speaking about, of course, the Chagiga, which is some of the Korbanos that, one of the Korbanos that was brought in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, when one was fulfilling the mitzvah of Aliyah Regel. We have an obligation to go up to Eretz Yisrael. Please, God, it should be Mequiem in this next Chag that is upon us on, on Pesach, that we should be able to bring a Korban Chagiga. Let's learn some of the Halachos Yihiratzon. It should be Halacha Lamaisam. Hakol Chayobin Bir'iyah. Everyone is obligated in the mitzvah of Re'iyah. What does that mean? Take a look at Rashi, top line, Dibar Maskal, Akol Chayobin Bir'iyah. The mitzvahs Re'iyahs kol zechurcha. That's what the Pasuk says, that all the men should attend. Should Srichim, he's rose ba'azor of a regal. There's a mitzvah del Raisa. Not just to show up to Yerushalayim, not just to show up to the Beis HaMikdash area, but to be in the Azara on the regal. That's the mitzvah that we're discussing in this Masechta. Okay, everyone's obligated. We're going to have to figure out what the word Hakol means. Whenever we have a sweeping word like Hakol, the Gemara always asks, Hakol Asuye Mai. We'll spend some time talking about that today. But let's finish the Mishnah first. Everyone's obligated. Chut Mecher except for someone who is a deaf mute, someone who is mentally limited, and Vikatan, a child who is not yet a Barchiyuba. As well, the Tumtum Vandroganus, a Tumtum is someone for whom we cannot identify their uh, their anatomy, if they're male or female. Vandroganus, androgyny is where they have both, a representation of both anatomies. Vinashim women are exempt, Vavadim and Sheena Meshukhrarim, slaves that are not yet freed. Hachiger, someone who is lame, Vasuma, someone who's blind, Vachola, someone who's ill, Vazakin, an older person. Umeshena Yacholalos, Viraglov, and someone who is not able to go up to the uh, to the base of Mikdash on their own two feet. We'll discuss this more in the Gemara. Ezu katan. How do we define a katan in this regard? Very simple. A child who's not able to ride on the shoulders of his father to go up from Yerushalayim to Harabais. He can't sit for that long. Beis Hillel argues. Beis Hillel Omrim, that how do we define a child in this regard? Says the Gemara. Any child who's not able to hold his father's hand and uh, and walk up there. Why does he say walk? So says the Gemara, says the Mishnah, Shene'emar, Shalosh, Regalim, the three Regalim. That's not clear as to what he's talking about. So let's take a look at Rashi, uh, eight lines down in the Rashis. Says Rashi, only someone who's able to walk is it is one who is mechuyev. It's a play on words. Shalish regalim raglaim. You have to be able to walk there in order to be chayev. So let's finish up this Rashi. The kevan the gadol. When you have an older person who's not able to walk, he is patr min haTorah. So therefore, katan lav bar chinuchu. We don't have a mitzvah of chinuch for a katan where, had it been that he was an adult, he would have been patr. So therefore, this child is that the parameter for the mitzvah of chinuch for a child for the mitzvah of riyah is can he walk there. Let's finish up the Mishnah. A uh, list sugya will be disconnected. The Mishnah says, mm-hmm. The Olas Riyah has to be two silver coins. The Korban Chagiga has to be Ma'akesef. Uh, it's a different unit of silver. And, um, and uh, Beis Hillel argues and reverses the, the pricing. Beis Hillel argues, no. Olas Riyah Ma'akesef. Fine. Let's get into the Gemara. The Gemara says, Akol what does the word hakol in our Mishnah come to teach us? The Asuye says the Gemara, answer number one, we'll have a few answers. When the Mishnah says hakol, what is it coming to include that I wouldn't have otherwise thought? It would be someone who is a half Eved and a half Ben Choren. This can happen when there are two owners over one person. 
Ravina, that answer to say that a chatzy eben, chatzy ben is included in our Mishnah, that only works according to some. It doesn't work according to Ravina because Ravina specifically says the following. That person's not, a, not included. So according to Ravina, our Mishnah can't be saying that it's coming to include a half Evid and half Ben Chorin. Therefore, Hakola Asuyemai, back to our question, answers the Gemara, answer number two, the answer that would work for Ravina. Let's say a person was a lame, he couldn't walk on day one, but he improved enough that he could walk on day two. Oh, so says the Gemara, Hakol is to include that person. You're right. On the first day of Pesach, he wasn't able to walk, but on day two, he's better. He can walk. He can handle the pressure on his foot. Wonderful. He's Now he has a chiyu. Yesterday, he didn't have a chiyu. On day one, today, on day two, he has a chiyu. Says the Gemara, that's not across the board. Hanicha, that only works in regards to the following. That each day has its own obligation and its own separate korbanos. However, according to the one who says that all of the korbanos from day two and on are simply related to day one korban, and you didn't bring day one korban because you were a chigar on that day, you couldn't walk. So therefore, that case of chigar biyom rishon v'nispashe biyom sheni, that person's also going to be putter, according to this shita, that kulan tashlum and derishon, that all the korbanos of the holiday are dependent on the korban of day one. And therefore, we're back to our question here, according to this shita, who says kulan tashlum and derishon, we no longer have an answer. Let's go to the third answer. Therefore, akola asuye mai, two thirds of the way down, daf beizim and alaf and maseches chagiga, laasuye suma ba'achas meina. We're coming to include a person who's blind in only one eye. Now, if our mission is coming to include uh, someone who's blind in one eye, that they are included in the mitzvah of Re'iyah, then Udiloki Haitana, it's obviously not like the following b'risa. Titania, Yochanan ben Dahavoy Omer Mishum Rabbi Huda. Suma be'achas me'enav patumina re'iyah. A person who is blind in one eye, they are exempt from the mitzvah of re'iyah. Shene'emar yireh, the Pasuk does say yireh, it looks like the word yireh, but it sounds like the next word, which is yireh. Kederach shebal liros, the way that one would normally see, that is the way that they will be obligated to be seen. What does that mean? Just like normal people look with two eyes. Therefore, therefore, one is obligated to be seen uh, in the Beis HaMikdash only when they have two functioning eyes. Otherwise, they're exempt. It's a drasha in Chumash. It's not personal. It's a drasha in Chumash that a person who's blind in one eye is simply exempt from the mitzvah. And therefore, our Mishnah is of the opinion that yes, we include that person, but this brisa that we just learned disagrees. The Ibais Ema, really there are some who hold that... Um, Really, the answer to the question about kola suyemai is simply la'olam kida amri me'ikara. It's like the first answer that we gave of chati evan and chati ben choron is the case to be included. However, maybe you would say, wait a minute, we, we asked a kasha on that. We said that according to Ravina, Ravina explicitly excludes a person who's chati evan, chati ben choron from the mitzvah of re'iyah. So, therefore, how would Ravina understand it? Lokasha, don't worry about it. We have a great answer. Khan commissioner, Rishona, Khan commissioner, Achron. The first, uh, there's two different ways to understand the halacha that, that we're discussing of Chatzi Eved and Chatzi Ben Chorin. How do we see this? It's not. Three lines from the bottom, Beis Medal. Misha Chetzu Eved Bechetzu Ben Chorin, a person who is a half Eved and half free, Ovedes Rabo Yom Echad. How does he spend his time? One day he serves his master. Bez Atzmo Yom Echad. He has alternating days, Dibre Beis Hillel. Amrlem Beis Shammai. Beis Shammai kicks up the sand. He's like, what are you talking about? First turn of the page. Daf Beis and Beis. You found out how he should balance out serving his master. However, but you didn't solve the other problem, which is that he has a chiyuv to have children. Because if he's half Jewish, 
whatever that means. If you're a chazi ben choren, then you have an obligation to have children, but he has no one to marry. How so? Second line, Lisa He can't marry a goya because she's a goya and he's a half yid. A bas choren, he can't marry a bas Torah, he can't marry a from girl, can't marry any Jewish girl, because she's Jewish. He's half goy. So that doesn't work either. So it says the Gemara, Libatel, if you're going to say he's just supposed to be Mavatel, the mitzvah of him having children, that can't be. The halo, we have a din. Lo nivra ha'ola, mela lapiri of arivia. We have a din, of an idea that the, one of the great purposes of the world is for piri of arivia. Shneemar, as the Pasuk says in Chumash, lo so hu lo sheves that the world was not created to be desolate. It was created to be settled, and therefore we should have children. So if that's true, how can you say, Beishamai says to Beishelo, how can you say that there is this world of Chatzib ben Chorim where he serves his master one day and he's free the next day? It doesn't help. The guy is still not fulfilling halacha properly. And the Gemara continues and says, Ela tikun olam, shita is five lines down, that in order to properly uh, do our obligations in the world, kofenes rabo ose oso ben Chorim. Therefore, because we need this to keep halacha properly, therefore, what do we do? So then we force the owner to make him a ben choren. The kosev lo shtar al And he writes a contract and the money transacts so that half of his cost is paid out. Fine. And then what's the conclusion of this uh, Mishnah? And Beis is like, Taka, you're right. We, we need to free this person. But what was the beginning of the Mishnah and what was the end? The beginning of the Mishnah is that there is such an idea as a chatzi yavid chatzi ben chorin. And the end of the Mishnah is that no, Beis Hillel says we're not allowed to keep that anymore because Beis Shammai was really right about it. We need to free him so that he can get married to a Jewish girl. And that's what Ravina was talking about at the, on the previous Amr. We had said about Ravina that Ravina was of the opinion that Chatzi Ebed Chatzi Ben Choron is Pater, and that all plays out in this Mishnah. That's how we can understand our Gemara. And therefore, in conclusion, as we get to the two dots about eight, nine lines down on Bezim Days, we ask the question of Akola Asuyemai what was our Mishnah coming to include? The case that was not explicit in the Mishnah. And the Gemara answers the final answer is to include a case of Chatzi Ebed Chatzi Ben Choron. Next, Sugya. We said, and says the Gemara, it seems to be from our Mishnah that it's taught that a cheresh dumya de shot of a katan, that the cheresh has to be similar to a shota and a katan. Ma shota of a katan When we're talking about a shota or a katan, where we assume in halachic terms that they have no da'as, av cheresh de la bardea. We therefore also assume that a cheresh, he also has to not be a bardea. The kamash malan kiditznan. What does this come to teach us? Like the following Mishnah. When the Chachamim speak about a Cheresh, what are we talking about? It's talking about uh, the type of person who is She'eno Shomea Ve'eno Medaber. He is a mute and he is, uh, he is deaf and he is also mute. However, what's the implications from this? Ha, had it been that he was medaber ve'eno shomea, that he spoke but couldn't hear, or shomea ve'eno medaber, then that person's not considered to be like a shot and a kata where he lacks das. That person is considered to be a bar das, and therefore chayef, he would be held accountable for the mitzvah of re'iyah. So if you only have one of those uh, medical issues where you're either deaf or mute, you're still chayef, only when you have both. Tanin and this is reflected in the following uh, b'risa, ha-medaber ve'eno shomea a person who can speak, but he cannot hear, that person is called a cheresh. A person who can hear, but he cannot speak, that person is an elam, he's a mute. If he can speak and hear, then he is considered like a pikeach. And therefore, what's implied from here, as Rashi highlights, is that our Mishnah teaches us that the only person who's exempt 
is a person who is a cheresh that's dome l'shote, and that he has both things wrong with him. How do we know that the language is right? The Bryce had said that a person who can speak but can't hear is called a cheresh, and a person who can uh, who can hear but can't speak is called an ilim. It's a mafurish pasuk halfway down on Beis and Beis says the Gemara. The pasuk says, "I am like a cheresh and I can't hear," but it doesn't say you can't speak. And the other rest of the pasuk says, uh, "Lo But when it comes to not speaking, we use the word ilim. Therefore, we see that when it comes to being deaf, the person is referred to as a cheresh. When it comes to being a mute, the person is referred to as an ilim. Another way to understand this is His words were taken away from him. But it doesn't mean that he can't hear. So we were of the opinion that if a person, we made an inference from a brisa, that if one was uh, either only deaf or only mute, he's still chayev. The brisa writes, The brisa writes explicitly not like that. We have a brisa that goes against the diuk of our Mishnah. Our Mishnah left us room to assume that if you had only one of these medical issues, you'd be chayev. But over here, it seems to be explicit. It is explicit that you're potter. So the Gemara says seven, eight lines from the bottom, eight lines from the bottom. Really, really these brises are just a little unclear. And we need to reword them a little bit. Let's learn this new version of the brisa. The Gemara says as follows. Everyone is obligated in seeing and in happiness. But this is not just seeing and happiness. It's the olas and the shalme chagiga. These are korbanos requirements except for a cheresh who can speak but cannot hear and and a person who can hear but cannot speak yes it's true when you have one of these medical issues you are exempt from the from the olas however so we're getting another nuance here that we didn't have in the previous conflicting prices. We're adding in a distinction between Shalme Chagiga and Olas Re'iya. If a person is missing one of these features, they either cannot hear or they cannot speak. So then they're not, they're Pater from Re'iya, but they're still Chayiv in Simcha. If someone is missing both of them, they can't hear or speak, and a shote and a katan, pater afmina simcha, then they're exempt from both the shalmei chagiga and the olas re'iya. Why? Because, and the olas, uh, and the shalmei simcha, because, and they're exempt from all mitzvahs in the Torah. As the Gemara, as the Brisa says, tanya nami hachi, and with this Brisa, we'll conclude at the top of Gemara Lamanalev, hakol chayavim bireiyu v'simcha chutz mecher shamadaber ve'eno shomea, shomea ve'eno madaber. Everyone is obligated in the olas re'iya, and in the Shalmei Simcha, except for a cheresh, someone who's deaf, hamedaber ve'ino shomea, shomea ve'ino medaber. Those people are exempt. They're shepturin mina re'iya. If someone can't hear or can't speak, they're exempt from re'iya. But the Brisa concludes, like we assumed above, like Ravina said, v'afal pisha patu mina re'iya, even though they're exempt from the uh, Olas Re'iya, they're still Chayib B'Simcha. However, the Brisa concludes, V'eshe'enu lo shamei avalo medaber v'shotu v'katan, p'turin af mina simcha. Ho'olu p'tur mikol mitzvot samuras b'torah. So that's how the Gemara fixes these seemingly conflicting Brisas. And we say that if one can both hear and uh, speak, they're obligated in everything. If a person can only uh, only hear and not speak, or uh, or speak but not hear, then they're obligated 
in the Simcha, in the, in the Shalmei Simcha, but not in the Olas Re'iya. And all of this is supported in the Brisa. And a person who doesn't have either of those, they can't hear at all, and they can't speak at all, they're putter from all the mitzvot in the Torah. We'll stop right here, three lines down on the top of Gimel Amad Aleph, wishing you all a beautiful day. We'll come back together on Shabbos in your Hashem. Um, unlike usual, Shabbos da, uh, Daf will be 45 minutes before Mincha. Um, so you can just check the schedule. Looking forward to seeing you then. Wishing you all a beautiful day.